was beautiful. Hey everybody, welcome to the BU Podcast. It's your boy Bobby Banks. I'm here with my co-host Donnie E and also Val B. Hey, this is a place where you can just be yourself. We like for you to be inspired, be motivated, and simply just be you. Right. Before we get into today's topic, I'd like to just check in with my homies real quick. Man, how y'all doing this week? Like, you know, tell me, tell me where y'all at mentally. Man, you know, uh, for me, I, I'm I'm in a good space. Uh, I, I'm on a journey. You know what I mean? Like I'm on a journey right now. I uh, try to figure out things in life, job wise. You know what I mean? Like it's super important for me right now. So I'd say I'm in a um, I'm in a cool space. I, I'm in a cool space. That's cool what I'm saying. Space. Cool space. Too cool. I can dig that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what's up. Um. I mean, I, I'm in a cool space too, you know, on a journey myself. Uh, but y'all, for real, for real, have y'all ever heard of uh, misophonias? I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but we're gonna go with it. I think I think I have an idea what it is. You you have an idea what it is? What what find think... it? What is it? Uh, all I know is that there's somebody that I know very close to me that anytime I'm sitting next to them eating a bag of chips, they just snap automatically. They like, will you stop? And I'm like, why? Am I am I smacking? No, it's the rustle of the bag. I'm like, dang, it's serious. really? The bag moving? It's serious. Is it serious? It's that serious. I, like, man, for real. It is. Small sounds. I don't know. It just, it really drives me crazy. Like, seriously. I will get up from a table if I hear you smacking too much. Like, if if I can't sit here, if I get tired of sitting here, like, covering my ear or something, like, I will get up. Like, I'm sorry. So you're not into ASMR, are you? Huh? You don't like ASMR? What's that? When people be up on the mic like this. That ain't (laughs) cute. Hey, it's a real thing for real. Nah, man. So, so hold on, hold on. Nah, you had a whisper in my ear. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Listen. So, does that mean like you're like you you're ready to turn up? Is that so? So, like, what you do? Like, you I mean, be ready yeah. to turn up? Like, it don't matter who it is. Why don't you just say something? Like, yo, stop. I mean, because people be doing it on purpose too. I mean, but some some things you can't help though. I mean, you yeah. you you taught to to chew with your mouth closed, right? But people still smack, right? Not everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody no, is no, taught, not. or not everybody. Would... No, no. Not everybody's taught. Because I I sat there and I watched like a whole family smack mm. together. They was like, 
Yeah, it's real good. Close your mouth. Like, bro, what is you doing? All right. And their kids were doing it too. So, you know, it's a learned behavior. The only time it's acceptable to chew with your mouth open is like when you get a hot pocket fresh out the microwave and you hungry, so you kind of bite into it, but it's no, like real hot on the inside. So you kind of like, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing. That is the opposite. Like, no, I hate when people do that. Oh my gosh. My daddy used to do that. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, like it'll still be there. <laughs> but you'd be hungry though. Yeah, it'd be it'd be that anticipation. You sitting there watching the microwave and you like, man, I'm really hungry. Will this thing just hurry up? Yeah, but you just like ruin the, the roof of your your mouth. Like it was it worth it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Hey, it is what it is, but Shoot, let's get into this episode, Rob. What are we talking about today, guys? Hey, man, today we are talking about something that is, I don't want to say it's near and dear to my heart, but it's something that I've dealt with a lot, and it's called the fear of starting over. Yeah, things just got real heavy, didn't they? (laughs) Super heavy, guys. I mean, I know it's something that everybody deals with, and we all deal with it differently, but for those of you all that don't know, the fear of starting over is just basically when anxiety and depression begin to creep into your own mind because you are fearing of the unknown, whether it be you're fearing failure or whether you're just simply uncomfortable with new situations and new things. And, you know, everybody, like I said, again, deals with it differently. So I'm going to ask y'all, how is it that you've dealt with situations and what situations in the past have you dealt with where you felt a sense of fear for starting over? Donnie, I'm going to let you go first on that. Um, <laughs> I put you on the spot. Uh, shoot. <laughs> you want me to go? <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Uh the fear starting over, man. I mean, there's it's so many different occasions, bro. Like, just throughout life itself to, to, to have that fear. Um, you know, I just, I retired in, like, 2016, right? And I'm a person that likes to, uh, uh, from the, oh, from the Army. I retired from the Army. I was medically discharged from the Army or whatever. And, um, you know, that was a point in my life where, nothing was planned out for me. It's something that I was used to, you know what I'm saying? I knew I got to get up at five o'clock in the morning, be the PT at six o'clock, you know, get there, you're going to run, you're going to go home, take a shower, you're going to get back at nine, like all these things, like it was a routine for me. So when it all came through, it was like, oh, wow, my life is really different now. Yeah. I had a job. I was on my way to Dubai. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm feeling good. But it was different there too. Like when I um when I got there, it was like everybody was so relaxed. You know, I'm I'm this military dude, dress right, dress. Hey, I don't want nothing out of place. Man, they was like, inshallah, brother, we get it done sometime later. I'm like, get it done sometime later. Why would we postpone it to later when we can get it done now? He like, no, no, no. No, no, no. And so I'm, I'm adjusting to this and I'm trying to understand where my life is going because um, 
it wasn't a permanent job. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm, yeah. I'm here in the States now. So when I when that happened, it was just more or less like, I'm in a new country. I don't know very many people. I don't know the language. And it, it was stressful. You know, it's cool to be in another country. Yeah. But you don't know what it holds for you. So it was a double-edged sword for me. Like, I was excited, but at the same time, scared. Like, what if I say something wrong? You know, they got different laws. We're not in America now. But I got to tell you, though, throughout that whole journey, it was beautiful. I grew in, in so many different ways, and I enjoyed life in so many different ways. Um, so I was like, all right, cool. So shout out to Dubai, Abu Dhabi. I appreciate the love that y'all gave me while we were there. You know what I'm saying? Me and the homies. Um, but now I'm back, and I'm better than ever. So, yeah. But that was a time for me. It wasn't that. It wasn't traumatic, but. That was yeah. that was the time where it was I I didn't I felt like I didn't know what was going on. I mean, it's still a big change because like I experienced the same thing. Which you know, crazy little fun fact: me and Donnie we've been best friends for what eleven years. You know, brothers, twelve, and uh, we both got medically retired like a day apart. I actually got medically retired on his birthday. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it was love. I was like, he said, "Bro, I'm out." I said, "What? Turn up." Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> but so I I went through the same change and for me it was weird because like as soon as I was done I was like man I, I just went through you know all this craziness for like seven years I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy my family and then like you know for the first six months it was straight it was like bro, I ain't gotta go to work you know what I'm saying I can just focus on me do me and then the thoughts of like something's missing from my life started creeping in, you know, not taking anything away from my family. It's just straight up when you have a structured day and then you go to complete and utter randomness, mm -hmm. it really starts to bother you. And, you know, a lot of demons can start creeping in. You know what I mean? I had about with, uh, you know, basically I was drinking every day just to have to deal with my own personal demons that I've had from beforehand. And on top of that, just basically not knowing what I'm going to do with my life. Hold up, bro. Oh, hold on. Time out. So, uh, bro, you, you ain't let me know about this. I really ain't let nobody know. Like, just being honest with you, man. It, at that point in my life, this was before a lot of therapy and a lot of, you know, just opening up with you. You remember I was a real reclusive individual. Like, right, right. I, unless it was anger or joy, like, I'm talking about pure, like, hey, we about to go fight this person. Like, unless it was that or just random joy because everybody always used to see me with a smile on my face, I didn't let people know what was going on inside my head. Mm, so, true. like, I, think a lot you know, of I, was, I was dealing with that heavy. Yeah. But um, you know, all in all, I'm still going through that journey, you know. And at the end of the day, one of the things that really is starting to weigh on me now, like career wise, is that I'm I'm gonna be real, man. I'm thirty three years old. I'll be thirty four here soon, you know, Scorpio gang. But um Gemini. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was I was I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. But anyway, um Man, I'm just at a point in my life where, like, I don't know what the next chapter is. And it bothers me because I feel like that I've wasted so much time not focusing on one particular thing because I'm afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. That's you know, and 
that's why I really wanted to do this topic right here that we got because man, for real, what we're doing right now, this, this is a huge step. Like regardless of whether we get 1 million subscribers or, you know, a hundred, what either way we're doing this because we enjoy it because we have a camaraderie amongst each other and we want to help people, you know? So we actually have taken that step and that's all it really boils down to is, you know, taking that step. Yeah. For sure. So basically, you know, um, first of all, I applaud both of you all for sharing your stories, you know. Um, Appreciate that. Appreciate it. So basically, like, being, having a, a army background, you guys went through, went from basically like a routine schedule, strict routine schedule, to like, just trying to figure out how to do things on your own. And that was kind of a scary point for you, correct? Yeah, yeah, big facts. Well, I mean, you guys here now. You know, I know, uh, Rob, like you say, you still figuring it out. I think we all trying to figure it out, to be honest with you. We all yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, life life is definitely not simple, you know. Um, so, I mean, you, we, we just have to find the tools, the right tools, you know, to get to get through life. Um and you know, you have you have people on your side, even if it's just the two of us. I know it's not just the two of us, um, for for either one of you, you know, um to help you get through things and help make decisions, um, or anything. Um just know that we're here, you know what I'm saying? Nah, big facts. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that for real. Yeah. Big facts, man. Yeah. Val, what's up? You you ain't about to scapegoat this one though. You tried it. You, you over here playing. Out, you can't say I ain't been quiet because I, you know, I just talk. Sometimes you gotta you gotta have listeners, you know. I'd be a good <laughs> listener, you know. Yeah, okay. and, and sometimes you gotta get out of the therapist chair and sit in the actual chair. I mean, true. Probably For true. sure. I wasn't trying, I'm not scared. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I like I really thought you were scared. Hey, no, yeah. not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, so I mean, I, I've obviously I've had some. I think in every everybody really goes through it. Um, some some career fears. Um, you know, from going from one career to another. Uh, life fears at all. Uh, overall, and um relationship ones i i i keep saying you know i'm i'm the relationship person i don't know why like i i just really i love reading up on relationships i like being in in them you know when they're going well you know (laughs) that type of thing uh but um i just love love you know so um that's that's beautiful and um i i would say one of the fears for me was um like when I got out of my last relationship, it was just the fear of starting over with somebody new. It's like somebody got to relearn you. You know what I'm saying? You got to relearn another person. You know, what if they don't, what if they don't do this? Like, like the other person you know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. going to say that because I, I don't want yeah, to care. You know? I'm going to keep it a I'm going to keep it a bill. We, people do this. Like, don't, don't sit up here and act like you don't do it. it I'm going to let you say it. Like, like, you like, dang. I, I really like the way they made them meatballs. 
Like I really like the way they made the meatballs. You know, I'm weak. I'm weak. But that's real though, for real. Like, um, but yeah, it's just like it's really just learning another person. Like it's a lot of work. Relationships are work, just like a job. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not saying that you should look at it as a job, but um you have to yeah. put in work. And I think a lot of people, um, they they tend to be afraid of even doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Putting in work. Put in the work. You know, you you actually do have to um you gotta talk to other people, you gotta research some things like um uh, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, time out, time out, time out. Did you say you got to talk to other people and research? Yeah. So you doing the whole background checking me? I mean... Hey, she got to vet them, bro. I mean, why not? I mean, I'm not the fan of nothing like that, but I mean... you. Got... Hey, she be... Hey, hey. Uh-huh, hey, do you uh-huh. know... Do you know, know Darshell? Yeah. Why not? Uh-huh, his mama name Rose. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so tell me about him. It's mm-hmm. this is my interview for Bro, him. Bro, we tell ain't interrogating him. people though. We ain't doing yeah. all that. <laughs> you definitely you should know who you're dealing with. Like, seriously. Like. Yeah, but what, what's the what's the point of the journey if you're gonna ask everybody else? Why not find out for yourself? Because you know, he can come from a battered past, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now, but he's at the point of change, or she's at the point of change. Yeah, but so I'm, I'm, I'm like, not saying I'm not saying I'm going up to I'm going up to somebody and being like, hey, so you know, so I like I know y'all was joking, but like I'm not going up to somebody and being like, hey, do you know so and so? Tell me about him. You know what I'm saying? This, this is a more like fluid type of conversation, you know. Like if I just happen to run into your mom, we, you know. Yeah. It happened to run into your mom. I hope I be your mama. Hey, nah, she be scouting. Hey, bitch. Like, uh, hey mama. Hey. Nah, but like in, in a general conversation, you know, you find out more about the person that you're with through other people. You know, I'm happy. Agree, but so, so what you're telling me is you psychoanalyze, you psychoanalyze people. I psychoanalyze people. I mean, yeah. I uh, I'm an observer. You know, I'm a listener. Okay. If you want to put that term on it, you know, Mr. Labeler. So you're going to bring the group chat into the podcast? I mean, yes. Okay. Why not? All right. That's cool. Uh, my name is Ben and I ain't in it. So don't leave me. No, 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 no. Bring, come, 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 come back. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I think, right. I think it's good to, to sit back sometimes and observe, like, Taking no, a lot of information that way, and that could be it. That's that's kind of the premises of starting over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's it's taking that time to to observe yourself, and, and not even look back to the past, but observe what you, to the past. Excuse me, but observe what you're doing now. But you know what? I'm not. I don't mean to go off onto something different because it definitely directly correlates. Yeah, because y'all definitely but... went in on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I had to ask questions. It's all love. Remember, you love love, so we just loving on you. All right, I take that. I I will receive that. But um, one thing that my grandfather used to tell me a long time ago was, you were given two ears so you can listen twice as much, and one mouth so you talk half as much. And he was like, "You're not gonna get it until you get older." And I think at this stage in my life, I'm starting to realize that observing and just living in the moment 
is starting to get me to be able to get to a point where I can combat a lot of those fears and anxiety that I have. Because if you just take a moment for what it is and don't overanalyze it, like when we got out of the army, if I would have just took that, not saying like dwelling on the past saying, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. But if I would have took the opportunity for what it was, as opposed to having a preconceived thought in my mind, I think that I would have made the transition a lot better. And that kind of leads us in, you know, nice little segue into the next point, which is what's some things that you all do to try to combat that fear that you have and what, you know, gives you that motivation to want to drive on, even when you might feel at your lowest. Yeah. Dang, you trying to return the favors I had to take in the question though, real quick. Can you repeat that actually? I feel like it has spelling be. Uh can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically I was saying, what are some tips that you all have for dealing with the fear and anxiety of starting over that you've dealt with in the past and what drives and motivates you? even when you feel at your lowest point, like when you want to just give up? Um, you just got to do it. Mm. You oh, in short, you it. just got to do like, it. Like, to be honest with you, like, that was some of the best advice given to me. Um, just in, in, in my life in general, um, especially um, coming out of a relationship, like the whole starting over, you just got to do it whatever you want whatever you want your future to look like or whatever you want to do in life after whatever like you just have to do it and you have to realize that you know um i, I i've always i've i've grown up like a, a a really 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 private person you know what i'm saying um and cuz i i just felt like i didn't i didn't want people to judge me you know um but in, or I felt like people would judge me. In doing that, I feel like I missed a whole lot of information on things to help make me better from other people's perspective, Ooh. right? So yeah. I started talking um, and opening up to my select you, okay? Because I'm still private, so I'm a select you, <laughs> you know? Uh, um, and it just brought a lot of light on things that I could do better, things I need to grow on and stuff like that. Um, and I, I just think that, I think that people need to to do that more as, um, you know, find people that you can trust to talk to um, because that's, a, that's the whole part of, you know, gaining tools um, to get you through things. Um, I actually, I told y'all I'll be researching this stuff um, I had came across a, a video of um, Will Smith. He had did, I don't know, if, it wasn't a TED Talk or it was some interview or something that he had and he explained his situation with um, um, skydiving, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I seen yeah, this one. Yeah, and I think it was entitled like, uh, entitled like Fear Goggles or something like that. And a quote that stuck at, out to me from that was that um, he said, God placed the best things in life on the other side of fear. Mm. Right? 
Right. Yeah. Like you have to, you really have to challenge yourself and actually do things that may seem scary just to get to better things on the other side. So whenever we're starting over, you know, it's scary in the moment, but just look at the outcome. You got, you got to, you got to think optimistic optimistically on those type right. of things you know what i'm saying it's hard yeah. it's re- it's i i can attest to that it is hard it's challenge i mean right. i say hard it's challenging but the thing about okay. the challenge is that yeah. you can get over it yeah. you can get through it okay. you know what i'm saying so right. it's going to be scary it's going to seem scary but again taking those tools talking to people you know um praying you know uh, right. meditating whatever you do um, you know, just just channeling yourself, learning yourself. That's a really big thing. Learning yourself, right. like you right. really got to learn yourself in in order to, you know, project what you want other people to kind of know about you and stuff like that. Yeah, nah, that nah, makes facts. sense. Nah, like big I said, uh, <laughs> hey, that's hey, hey, but you you drop some real jewels right there though. Yeah, I had, to, I had to turn it right down in my phone real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I got the pad. Yeah, now nah, you, you definitely dropped down some jewels right there, and that's but it's that's real. I'm just being real. Like we need to hear it. Again, like the whole the whole work aspect of it. I would have never known that if I if I didn't, you know, go seek some assistance for myself. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like it is work. Life is work. You know, you can't get away from work. No. And, and we have to distinguish, you know, a job from work. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying you got to have a job in a relationship. You got to have a, a job in life or nothing like that. But you have to put in work. You have to put in work effort. You know, effort. make yourself better. I guess right. have work equal effort. I'm big on that. No. You got to you gotta come with it for me. I need all that. You need all of that. Okay. Hey, and one, one, one thing I got to tell you, I don't know how long that you've gotten to the point where you have people that you can confide in, but let me tell you about this person that's over here right there on the screen. When I call him and I'll be like, yo, bruh, I'm finna choke somebody right now. And he'd be Ooh. like, man, what's wrong, man? I'm stressed out. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with that. Like, this is when it was real bad, like in the earlier days. Yeah. You know what I'm he would be like, hey, what you going to do about it? I would want to throw my phone out the window at that very moment. And it's because having yeah. somebody to confide in and somebody that's just going to give you the real, it will make you so mad at that very moment. But when you sit back, you're like, well, I kind of known that from the beginning, but you ain't have to say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's your I'm bro. We are we are each other's accountability partners. Yeah. How are we gonna keep each other accountable? Yeah. Yeah. You need that. I mean, that's true. And it's and it's crazy because that the fear, the anxiety, anger, all those things spread like a virus. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times when I used to get mad at you because you were being honest with me, bro, it was really because I'm like, man, I'm calling because I'm thinking you supposed to be up in arms with me. You supposed to be just as mad as me. But in actuality, what is it going to change if you're not changing nothing? Nothing. Right. If, if, if I'm not taking perspective. Yeah. Oh, big fact. Like, I, 
I was uh, I was thinking the other day, you know, I was sitting down in my backyard or whatever, and I was thinking to myself, and I wrote something on my phone. I, and and when you when you start over, you have the opportunity to change your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you have the keen opportunity to change your circumstances. But not only that, but you have the opportunity to change the way that you think, so they don't go it's the same way they were gone before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when when Rob, what you what do you usually say? I forgot. Uh, doing the same thing over oh, and over again. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Right, right. So like when I look at that, I'm sitting up here like, okay, so it didn't work the other time. This is why I'm starting over. Yeah. That job didn't work because I've been doing the same thing yeah. over and over again. Right, right. That relationship didn't work. I've been doing the same thing over right. and over again. So if you you starting over gives you that opportunity to me to change not only your path but the way that you're thinking so that you can move forward in life and really capture what god allah buddha whoever has for you yeah, yeah. and change and changes for you right changes right you can't you can't no. go off of what what another person is is trying to say you know what i'm saying like there, there's plenty of people that that think they can change people, and I really need everybody to get that out of their mind that you can change a person. You can influence that change. Yes, you yeah, know what I'm saying. Fact. But it, it's it's on that person. You got to you got to want to change yourself. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Like. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we you know we went through that whole check the box training back when we was in the army, the whole resiliency training and everything. That while we were in, we was like. Man, this ain't doing nothing for you. But you know, the only thing that, yeah, the the main thing that I took away from that is you got to have a shift in mindset, bro. Like, you have to be able to change how you feel. Like, how they say manifest things to yourself. Like, if I, I, I seen this story where somebody was saying that they were a C&D student in school and their mom made them go take the SAT. And this is on the old scale. They took the old SAT. And I think they said they got, I forget what it is, like a 1600 or something like that on it. Mm-hmm. So it was like all of a sudden from that point on, they actually started applying themselves. And they ended up running a multi-million dollar company within like eight years of when they took the SAT. And one thing that their parents had kept from them was that a letterhead came out shortly after they received the test results from the SAT that said that there was a flaw in the testing system and it had given illegitimate test scores to like half of the people who took the exam. Dang. What? That sounds like uh, Tia and Tamara. (laughs) That happened. They switched it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that a movie? No, Sister, Sister, the TV show. Oh. Oh, you talking about sister, sister? I ain't never seen that part of the TV show though. Oh, y'all like give me like that? I seen the show now. I'm about to play dog. No, don't try to <laughs> act like, like act like, like uh, you not older than me. <laughs> hey, look here. You look, know look, what? Look at this black girl crack, baby. Look Hold at that. I'm gonna head out. Excuse me, real quick. I'm gonna head hey, out. She <laughs> She's coming for me today, bro. I'm trying to learn to be uh. 
quick on my feet and and get better at my comebacks and stuff. So yeah, I had to. I had to. Sorry, that was a practice. You play the dozens. Oh, you my Gemini twin, and you came at me like that. Dang. Ain't no fun when the monkey got the gun. Man. All them times that she be having me over there in the corner, you be laughing. I see it. You be but laughing. I'll be in it though. <laughs> Anyways, bro. So, so Rob, what are your tips for starting over, bro? For one, you have to let go of all preconceived notions. Oh. You can't assume. Okay. You can't assume that this is going to be the worst mistake of your life. Now, there's a difference between having an educated guess and having backing behind something like if i was to say oh i'm gonna go and i'm gonna open up um i don't know i'm I'm drawing a blank excuse me right now but it's basically saying like yeah like say i'm gonna go open up an ice cream shop in the middle of antarctica and i know like yeah (laughs) yeah she's the foodie of the show by the way she loves she loves food and and I think she like trying new things. That's what it is. Yeah, and y'all gonna see. We gonna put that that what we what we eat. Escargo. Wait, y'all eat. Wait, yeah. y'all eat. Yeah, because you was being a punk. Hey, I have the palate of a toddler. But anyway, <laughs> back to what I was saying is that for one. You can't do something that you just know all the signs are there, like it's blatantly written on the wall. If you have an educated backing behind it, then yeah, I get you. Don't take that route. But don't automatically assume the worst in everything. You know what I'm saying? Do go out and try new things. I'm I'm taking it one step at a time because they're trying to put me on blast because I don't eat a lot of things. Like, that's why I work so hard, so I can buy what I want to eat. You you literally miss out on the greater things of life you do, when you don't try something, bro. I'm just saying. Just, we'll talk about like, this off camera. If you don't but... try it, you know. Nah, man. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not eating escargot. I don't care. I'm not. To each his own. That's in the same category with chitlins for me. I'm I'm not fitting to do it. But anyway. God plays no. the best things in life on the other side <laughs> Tell them again. Tell I'm them again. Saying, I'm not saying hey, that the best thing in life, though, but, you know. I just want to take this moment real quick to <laughs> shift fire from me and let you all know if you have the chance to go on YouTube and check out the BU podcast so you can see these visuals that go along because then you can see how animated my face is every time Val wants to put me on blast. <laughs> anyway, accountability. Hey. Accountability. We talked about it, <laughs> Rob. Hey, hey, I'm under construction. Up, up body. I'm oh under, under construction. I'm under construction. <laughs> All right, so, um, you were saying that you were saying you can't what? have a preconceived notion with things, man. Okay, you can't you have can. a preconceived notion, that's but the, that's number one tip. For sure. So your number one tip is a preconceived notion, having no preconceived notion. Oh, or what's to come? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I would say don't be scared to be afraid, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I had to think about I had to say it twice though in my head. Right, right. I did too. I said it in my head, then I said it out loud. I was like, don't be scared to be afraid. Because like, like it just goes back to the quote. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, the best things are on the other side of fear. Mm-hmm. I might be afraid. I might be scared. I might be something, bro. But, like, if I can tell myself, look, we're just going to work through this, all right? We're going to get through it. How will we get through it? We just got to make it to the other side. And that's what it's got to be. Like, I'm not saying it's gonna not going to be rough. Because this day ain't sure going to be rough. Like, you're going to hit a couple of weeds. You're going to hit some bushes. You're going to get stabbed by some branches. But once you get through that, once you get through that path and get to see the the, the, the light on the other side, you'll begin to realize, man, it's beautiful out here. Yeah, it's going to make you better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to make you better. Man, I don't know why you just remind me of that Steve Harvey story where he was talking about being on the edge of the cliff and seeing all the jagged rocks and having a parachute on your back. And he was like, when you jump off the cliff, you're going to hit the cliff. It's going to happen. You're going to bruise up your back. You're going to cut up your back. But when that parachute opens, it's going to be the best feeling like you've ever experienced when it finally opens. With them when you're in your season, when you have your moment, when everything just clicks, <clears throat> it's like, yo, it's the greatest feeling and it makes everything worth it. For sure. For sure. Okay, analogies over here. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, for, me, for me, it would be um, <clears throat> sorry. That's rude. I, that was all in the mic. Let me um, don't edit this. <laughs> I need to take a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got my water. Okay. Guess I ain't got my water. Um, so uh for me it would be uh choosing happy. Choosing to be happy. Um I think we should all challenge ourselves to do that every day. Um there's so much negative going on in the world, you know, negative things that we encounter every day, but um we can either choose to let that harbor us or we can choose to, you know, push through and and um, look at the brighter side of things or look towards po- positive. It's kind of like, you know, uh, when you're learning how to drive, they say you got to look ahead of you, you know, to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. like you got to you gotta look ahead um, for you to, for you to uh, move forward. You know, so um, <clears throat> look look at positivity, and maybe you can go towards it if that makes sense. Yeah. Big facts, nah, definitely big yeah. facts. Definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, it's oh, I'm, I'm, my bad, Donnie. Go ahead. Nah, nah, you good, man. I, I'm just saying, I, I really dig it. Like I was really digging that that comment. That's that's it. Don't don't mind me. I ain't got <laughs> say. Nah, I got you. It's. What it all really boils down to, no matter how many analogies you can think of, no matter how much, at the end of the day, it's just take a step. Like, don't be afraid. Take a step. What's the worst that's going to happen? Imagine the worst thing that you can possibly think of. Somebody has been through it and has came out on the other side. The only time that you truly lose is when you quit. Yeah. You got to learn some way. As much as as much as I I don't think that like so, sometimes people shelter you or try to uh, keep you keep you from experiencing certain downfalls and stuff, but in in a way that's cool, but then in another way it's like 
well, how am I going to learn? I sometimes, at least for me, like I'm a person where I I learn by mistakes. And that that may sound bad, but like I I have to experience it. Like you can tell me not to <clears throat> not to touch the stove, right? But I don't know what it's like to touch the soul. So now you done told me that and it's kind of like made me want to touch it a little bit more. And so I'm a touch, I got to touch it in order to know that it's hot. What you was telling me, you was telling me that it was hot, but I won't know for sure until I touch it. And now I won't do it again. And you know, it's interesting that you brought that up because that's as a parent, because, you know, we can't leave out, you know, being parents. Uh, you know, Shout out to the fear that comes along with that. Appreciate that. But like the fear that comes along with that. One thing that I'm starting to instill with my kids is when they were really small, I tried to shelter them from certain things to keep them from hurting themselves, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about, you know, from being like a carrying baby to a toddler. You know what I'm saying? Like I tried to shelter them from hurting themselves because that's right. what you're right. parent. But now like with my oldest two kids, they're set. I'm dating myself, excuse me. They're 16 to 18. I can't go out there and tell my daughter, like, hey, that dude's no good for you. I can do that, but at the same token, if she's not receptive of it, you know what I mean? She she kind of got to learn for her own. Right, right. And, and, and the reason why I brought that up is because that's something that we have to start instilling in kids is don't be afraid to be afraid. And yes, you might learn through the struggle, but make sure that you learned. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that you should not tell your kids, you know, um, don't do this or don't do that. You know, because I mean, kind of going back into the you influence and change, like it's still going to be in the back of their heads. Like, you know, my parents told me that even though I might do the opposite, it, it's still like good to hear. It's like, you know, right. Yeah. You, you just want to figure out yourself anyway. Yeah. I, I think I said it wrong. <laughs> I think I think um, I didn't say it clear enough. I meant more so in the terms of like I warned you already. But now you got to find out for yourself. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm more so meant to say. Yeah. It's like I can't shelter you. Yeah. From, from, and you may have said from. said it that way before. <laughs> I just wanted yeah, to yeah. kind of uh, elaborate on that. Yeah. yeah. But I definitely appreciated this moment. There's going to be plenty more to come, and they're not all going to be such serious topics. We are going to yeah. show you how much plum fools we can be at times that's but you know where they no, that's her nah. like, she's goofball yeah. she is goofy as heck bro like I'm just, cracking me i'm just being <laughs> you just mean you just yeah. be you but you know uh this has been the bu podcast i'm bobby banks that's donnie e that's val b be on the lookout for the next episode hey who What's the next episode titled? Oh, the next episode title is Why Go With The Status Quo? Hey. Mm. What's up? Hosted by you, yours truly. You know what I'm saying? We're going we gonna to tap in for it. Uh, hey, so 
that's 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 dope. I had to, I had to take a moment to just acknowledge how dope that sounds. I appreciate you giving me my flowers right now. Unlike <laughs> some people so. that have a ponytail. Oh, is that what we doing? I like to return in the favors back. though. Like you supposed to support it. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. to clap back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be real with me. <laughs> I can I just say this? I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. Like it, it may hurt or it may hurt my feelings a little bit sometimes when when people get real, real. And we kind of talked about this today, even. Yeah. But like, it's gonna help me in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm glad that you taking them shots and firing them back. Because that's only gonna make me stronger to fire back. One thing to just get ready to wrap it up. It's it's cool to take constructive criticism. For it's cool sure. to take, you know, the shots and everything. Just not at two o'clock in the morning. I'm cool. So thank you for tuning in, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate y'all tuning in. Tap into the next episode where your boy will be talking about the status quo. And I'm not giving you any insight into it because you're just going to have to tune in and see. Again, it's Donnie E, Val V, and Bobby Banks. We appreciate you. I'll let y'all. We do Be inspired. Be motivated. Be you. Be you. Always.